All right, we're recording. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Unlimited Text. Yep. We bring our group conversations to real life. I'm one of your hosts, a.k.a. Tommy Ain't Got No Job, a.k.a. We Got Emmys, a.k.a. We Got Grammys. Deuce is produced. All right, this is the smug dude, love at first smug, and the storyteller. Are you got any shout outs this week or who is your crew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we got shout out, rest in peace to, to to Nipsey Hustle. Good brother Nip. No doubt. No doubt. Two years two years ago we lost Nip, but uh the marathon continues. That's it? That's it, man. So no no big shout outs this week, man. Nobody's birthdays or nothing. Just that. No rest doubt. in peace, Nip. Rest in peace, Nip. All right, so where can they find us at? So we on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, Google, and Podchaser. And you can hit us up on Unlimited Text Pod Twitter, Unlimited Text Pod on Instagram, and Unlimited Text Pod at gmail.com. Producers produce. Hey, man. It's, it's, it's your world. Yeah, it's your world. Yeah. All right. So we got the question of the week, right? Question of the week. That's you. All right. So look, would some place you used to go when you were younger and you thought it was fancy <laughs> and now as an adult, you just shake your head? All right. Well, I'm going to say a place, but I still, I don't know. I still would mess with it, but Sizzly, yeah. Ah, I thought yeah. Sizzly was that hot fire. Hot fire. I, I thought that junk. Yeah, we used to go. We used to go and yeah, that all you can eat shrimp and stuff, boy. You couldn't tell me nothing. Yeah. Sizzler was that fire. I still be trying. I still be trying to get my wife to go to Sizzler. Yeah. She, she looks at me with such disgust when I even bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but now that you you know they mass produce that food the way that they do, man, <laughs> it can't be that healthy. And then it's like all these germs and people lingering over it the whole time. Yeah, it, I mean, it was listen, good. Now Sizzler used to be great. I ain't going to none of them buffet junks post-COVID. Yeah, but Sizzler, they said a Chesapeake Bay Seafood House, all you could eat crab legs. I thought that junk was high fire. You couldn't tell me Red Lobster wasn't high fire. It's a lot of places, yeah. So, so that took mine. Like, um, it's funny that we both immediately went to restaurants. Right. Um, I was going to say Red Lobster. I thought Red Lobster was gourmet. Like... <laughs> You know, like that's a place you take a day. Hey, I ain't gonna let nobody bad mouth no cheddar biscuits though. Yeah. The, ch- the biscuits, man, off the hook. And the shrimp scampi, and even the, yeah, the chicken fingers and the fries tasted amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought, I thought, uh, I, I'm not gonna lie. And and when you walk in, it's like, you know, it's dark and got ambiance. Yeah, and then in the, at they the, do at, make that joke, I see fancy. Yeah, and then then at, um. Uh, in the in the lobby, they have the lobster um yeah, they got uh, aquarium the tank, the of aquarium. the tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah man, true. yeah. So it's like it's, as, uh, as it's some fancy. of the red lobsters is some of the red lobsters is kind of fancy though. Uh, some of them red lobsters they they do look like oh okay that's kind of nice. Yeah, I'm, I was thinking too. It, it was some it was some hotels I used to 
go to I used to think was kind of nice, and then I was like, nah, that that joint, I can't think. Oh, was, I forgot which like one the Holiday Inn. Yeah, 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 he thought that joint. He thought you was living large, and don't let you get a Holiday Inn had a suite or something, boy. Oh, he, yeah. he thought you, he thought you was balling. Oh yeah, oh yeah, no question. That's and especially especially in town, like just you stay like in your area. Them joints seen. They used to go to like to some place like Miami or someplace like Vegas, you know, some with a view. And you thought your little you thought your little two story holiday in joint was tight back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A young. A young. Man. All right. So this weekend, right? Producers produce. So I had to do a presentation for a, uh, a, a a group of CEOs that that I'm a part of, right? Okay. And they wanted me to speak and do this presentation. So I spent some time, you know, over the past couple of weeks getting prepared for it. So that morning, I don't really like to talk about myself, right? And and, right. and just give accolades to myself. It's just like it's like patting yourself on the back. Like it just doesn't even make any sense. I feel like I'm really supposed to be doing certain things right so i was like you know what i'm gonna create a little slideshow i'm gonna create a slideshow put some of my pictures in there to lead up from me being a kid all the way up until today right so it was a three minute slideshow i did i put uh i put music behind it and everything and then so sweet sweet dr dre yeah you know so producers produce right and so they should give me that name um but i am telling a story now but anyway um I I they introduced me and I'm standing up, you know, I'm doing my my presentation via Zoom, which you know all about your, you know, Emmy uh Zoom producer or whatever Grammy <laughs> award winning Zoom producer. And so I stand up I I I get the PowerPoint presentation going. I only had a few slides and I get that going and then I hit play on it. So I, I'm I'm standing up, I'm nodding my head, I'm kind of, you know, weaving a little bit, getting ready. Right. I'm hype. I'm getting ready to get into my whole story after this thing introduces itself. So then I open up and I, I make a comment and and a few people in the uh in, in the Zoom, because as some people are face to face, like they're in a room together, right? Right. And then we had some other people in different cities and stuff like that. And someone made a comment, like basically, you know, uh that they didn't see what I saw because I made a comment about some of the slides in there. Right. And I was like, really? And they was like, yeah, all we saw was the, you know, your, 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 your kid picture with the missing tooth or missing teeth. You know, when you're young, you're like eight years old and you got snaggle teeth, like your front tooth right. teeth are missing. So I was like, look, y'all let me sit here and Bob and we for the last three minutes and then all that was playing was this song for the last three minutes, and they had one picture <laughs> up, up on the screen, and they're like, "Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah." See, see, that's what I'm saying. You think you think Zoom producing is easy, man? You think it's easy, man? So I played a song with one still picture on it for three <laughs> minutes on my screen. I could see it; it was moving through, right. but all they could see was the very first frame mm-hmm. of the picture. And for three minutes straight, because it was a three minutes live show, and for right. three minutes straight, all they heard was the music and watching me bob my head the whole time, waiting to uh, present. 
So I'm like, I had to share that tonight because it's like, man, a young, like, can you believe Not that? as easy to produce as you thought? Uh-huh. I hey, guess. Yeah. I guess. Hey, man, don't be putting my business out on the streets, man. <laughs> Hey man, it's just, it's just an outline, man. You speak, you speak how you want to speak. Yeah. Let me put me at the top of the uh, the Rona conversation. <laughs> yeah, so we no no numbers this week. No numbers this week. No numbers. Uh, yeah, so somebody on this podcast got their second uh, second vaccine shot this week. Oh, you got your second vac? I, I can't put no names out there, so I'm just gonna say somebody on the pod got their second shot. So smug dude got the second dose. Uh, okay, okay. Smug. Dude. Any symptoms? Uh, I, man, I don't know. So, I let me see. I did it uh Monday afternoon, right? Three forty five or so. Everything was fine. Afterwards, I got home and uh, I felt a little tired. So I'm like, okay. you know what? I'm a I'm a, I'm a beat the side effects. I'm gonna get to get to them before they get to me. Right. So. I went to bed early. I crashed. I crashed at about nine, I think. I never go to bed like that early. Okay. Right. And so I went to bed around nine. Um, woke up the next day. Um, I was still, you know, I was really sluggish. And then, you know, woke up the next day uh kind of late, was very tired. Um, I had I had mild chills. Um, I had a, a slight temperature. Uh, my daughter took my temperature. She, she said that was like a hundred point two. Um, okay. And I had, uh, I, you know, like people say muscle aches. I felt right. sore a little bit, like in my legs, kind of. But um, it was nothing like extreme, like what I had read or heard other people had gone through. Like my mom uh-huh. went through through hers, and she had really bad side effects. I got uh, some, some, so two of my other family members got it the same day as me and they had, uh, they had high temperatures and, and like really bad chills um, and headaches. But uh, I drank a whole lot of water. Like, cause I, you know, I read that that was going before and after. Okay. So before on Sunday, I loaded up on water on Monday beforehand because the thing was in the afternoon i loaded up on water and then okay you know the next day then you know the night before uh, night after um or of i should say and then um the next day i loaded up on water and i've been fine like i was i could have still functioned yesterday but i just took the time to uh to rest and 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 get myself together or whatever but uh today i you know i feel fine like i was i'm expecting like Man, when am I going to get any side effects? Right. But uh, it's my understanding that, you know, yeah, that's, that's the time timeline is gone. Yeah, it's usually say it's like the the first couple of days. Yeah. So you if you if you got it Monday. Yeah, I get I get my my next a week from tomorrow, so 9 a.m. though, so yeah, I'm uh I'm on the books. Go to bed early too. I don't know if that because I I that's know that like, my nah, my my body functions uh like not that like so for instance if i would because i tend to work late and stuff like that and stay up late right so if i'm drained the next day i notice that obviously affects my body and stuff like that so right 
I, I made sure I went to bed early the night before. I went to bed early okay. the night that I got the vaccine. Because I don't know. I just feel like sleep, um, sleep, sleep will help. You know, I don't know. That's my, my thing. Yeah. But yeah, I have no signs. My, uh, my wife got finally. My wife finally got her first shot today, so she did. Whole whole family about to, about to be out in these streets. Y'all about to be in the streets? No, Man, you're not. Nah, I, your boy hey, said not said to stay in the house. Who said that? Your man Fauci. Oh yeah, yeah. We you know see, the, the big thing right there. now. The big thing right now is people buying fake vac- vaccination cards you know, for two hundred. For man. what? Yo, because they because you know people just. Were, it's funny. It's it's we're gonna talk about this later, like anything for fame, but people people just be so pressed. Yeah. You know? It's like I am like now, you don't really have a vaccination if you don't post it on social media. Like, I'm, not, I'm not definitely not posting my vaccine. Who <laughs> for what? Well, who cares? I I think some people do it to like kind of promote it so other people do it. Nah, so I think that's the big thing. People that's showing thing. off, man. Yeah, you know, I, I, I and then they, everybody I, got their finger over the one little piece. Right, I'm trying to think if I if I post, I can't remember if I posted mine or not. I don't you even. You probably remember. did. No, I told people I got it, but I'm not. But again, I was told it was my responsibility as a young black creative to promote people taking the vaccine. That's why I got that early vaccine out here in LA. You know, that's how we roll. Oh, but yeah, okay. man, get you. Get you get you a fake vac car for for two hundred dollars out here in the streets. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie though. So quick thing, when I was doing mine, my right. the, the the um nurse, I guess you would call the you know yeah the nurse right. right. Um, he was writing my vac card out, and he messed up, so he had to get another card from someone right. else and rewrite everything because they handwrite on there, right? Right, right. So he sat mine down on the table, and for a split second, I was like, <laughs> all right. If I got two VAT cards, what could I do with this other one, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about it. I was like, because I was really thinking like, all right, I should take this and destroy it because I don't want someone right. else to have my name and, you know, another VAT card with, with inaccurate information on it. Right. Because I was thinking about people, I could be using it for the wrong purposes. But then I was like, all right, if I got two of these, what what's purpose would that serve? So, right. so help me understand why somebody wants to buy a fake VAT card. What, they, what is what that going to do? What they talking about? Airlines are about to start having, like, you have to have like enter your vaccine on your app, and there's talk of, you know, vaccine proof to travel around the country, and you know, people are going crazy about that. Even though it's crazy because you know I didn't go to, I was supposed to go to India for work. And I ended up having to go and get like all of these shots in case I went. And I'm like, man, this place, hey, this only places in the world where you go, you can't go without getting a shot. So, like, you know, if they saying you can't travel to certain cities without the shot, I mean, that's just that is what it is. But I did have a friend today that I was texting, and I told her I got the vaccine, and she was like, "What? You got that thing?" She said, "I hope you don't die." Like damn, yeah. <laughs> I was like, Gee, damn, like that. <laughs> yeah, I hope you don't get the corona. I mean, I, I, that's that's exactly what I said. And I said, hey man, like I could die of the vaccine, or I could be somebody to die. I was like, how many people died of the vaccine? She was like, well, I don't know. How many people died of corona? She was like, I, like five hundred plus. I'm like, yeah. So I'm I'm gonna go with that one there. Wow, people crazy. Die. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, like I said last last uh 
podcast. It's uh, I I don't believe in the conspiracy theory because I see people from all walks of life right. in the same room. There's no difference in the uh that I can tell in the containers that they reach in or whatever they use to to, to take the needles. I don't see the needles. I see everybody going to the same locations, getting the needles out. So. Um, and this is being distributed, you know, at mass. It's not like to one particular race or color or creed or anything like that. So, I, man, I, I think I think it's about survival at this point. It's, it's a real issue. Yeah. Well, it's funny because it relates to what we were talking about. In June of 2020, uh, a company from Salesforce, which had 60,000 employees, did a survey in June last year. And only 23% of their employees wanted to return to the office. Now they just did the survey last month and it's up to 72% want to return to the office. They want to return? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. People getting tired of the Zooms and not having interaction. As I was wondering that. I think people people tired of being around their damn families. Yeah. I think that's the truth of the matter. Yeah, it's Man, like, I'm loving plus, it. And plus the plus the, the it's cases are going down and you know everybody getting vaccinated. So I think I think it's a lot of like that. People just feel more comfortable going back to work than they did in June. Now I, I can't believe it was twenty three percent in June. I'd have been I thought it'd been like two percent in June. Yeah. But yeah, I ain't never going back. Uh, man. No comment. No comment. Never Me. ever 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 going back ever, to ever, office. Ever ever. Nah, nah. They gonna they gonna they gonna have to come come get me out this junk like they get the jaws of life or something. <laughs> <laughs> they they gonna have to drag they gonna have to drag me out sitting in a damn national guard to get me back to office ever again. So help me understand this too as well because you're you're a subject matter expert at this you know this Rona thing. Right. I missed this. I was trying to get CDC to translate this for me. Okay. But the lady said that. She wasn't allowed to give the numbers and talk about what we could have done to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Oh, uh, you know what? I should have told you. You should have had the, the ether beat ready for me. Yeah. You gonna fry her? I'm about to fry her. Yeah, I should have told you I had that ether beat ready for me. Yeah, I, I, I thought about that today. I was like, yeah, I need that ether beat for what I'm about to do to this. So yeah. So Deborah Burks, Doctor Deborah Burks, you know, you she's famous for being in the. Uh, in the briefing room when president Trump said we should inject ourselves with disinfectant. And she had that dumbass look on her face. Like this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard, but I can't say nothing. So they doing a documentary about, you know, COVID with her and Fauci and other people. And she came straight out and said, if we would have done more, we could have done more after the first surge of about a hundred thousand people dying. Most of the deaths after that could have been mitigated or decreased substantially. Hey, young. Hey, young. You just publicly admitted that because you kept your mouth shut, 400,000 people died? And, like, I, I just don't even understand. That. I just don't understand how you can form your mouth to even say that. Like, she basically was like, well, you know, I felt like I could do more from the inside. But, but you didn't do more from the inside because you're saying right now that after the first 100,000 people died, it shouldn't be that many more people died. So what did you do? Like, what did you accomplish? And it's like, how? That's four hundred thousand. That's that's real people. That's, I mean, that's people's. Her. That's real people. That's people whose families 
are hearing you say that now. Like to form your like honestly, young, just take that to the grave, yeah. Yeah, that's on her. Take that to the grave, yeah. Don't be out there talking about we could have done more. And it's not even like it's not even like a situation like we could have done more. Like it took a lot. It basically was like they just she said she said they didn't really believe in it. They didn't care in the White House. Yeah. yeah so come out at that time and say that publicly. Like saying that, John, now after 400,000 more people died, like I said, man, she lucky ain't nobody I know died since since that 100,000. Because be, it'd be her and your boy Daniel Cameron. I better not run into him in National Airport. That's all I'm telling you. <laughs> man, you ain't going to do nothing, man. To yeah, those listen, people. I see, I see, I, I see a woman, but Daniel Cameron, yeah, we tooling. Me and Daniel Cameron, we tooling up at the airport. Yeah, I swear you going to hand him some boxing gloves? I'm flying to DC this weekend. I pray that I get off the plane to see Daniel Cameron. <laughs> I pray, yeah. Uh, Lord, I pray. I pray I get to see Daniel Cameron one day in real life. Yeah. So, they, wow. I'm just, you know, like I said, just just thinking about like you heard me talk about before um, in, in corporate America, how right. there's been some regrets for me, like sometimes that I've sat at tables. And didn't agree right. with anything that was said from anybody in the room and, right. and never spoke up. But I got to believe if I would have watched 100,000 people die, then 100 right. more and 100 more and 100 more and 100 more. Right. Is that 500,000 right. at this point? Yeah. That I would have spoken up. I would have had yes. spoken up. At some point, you got to you gotta speak up when... When when it's it's her responsibility as a doctor, right. right, to to be able to to speak about these things, not to to be on the hush about it, unless it's you know unless they present it to her that it's a matter of national security or something like that, and it's classified information you can't speak about it. But, yeah, but even it's something a science, like that, man. though. It's a science. Yeah, but even something like that, man. If that's what they're telling you, and you know, people are are. Like you said, like, you know, you said means I've said it means I've been a part of product projects where they did some stuff that I completely didn't agree with, but that's just a damn TV show. It wasn't about people dying. And like I said, man, like that's a 400,000 plus people dead. And that's 400,000 families that have been impacted by that job. Man. Yeah. And, yeah. And for what? Cause you just didn't, you, you wanted to keep your job or like your job, your, your job. We we talking about your job, yeah? Like that's what we talking about. Hey, I'm passing you the rock. You on a roll. Let's go. Speaking speaking of not taking responsibility for some. So uh the Derek uh, Chauvin trial started this week. You know, the police officer that murdered uh, George Floyd. I I really, in my mind, I was like, yo, I don't want to watch this thing because I, I know they're going to keep it. replaying it. I, I, they're just going to keep replaying it and they just, you know, it's just... But yesterday I started watching it, man. And uh, so basically the defense for Chauvin has been to attack the witnesses. Because you know, there were about eight to ten people who I witnessed who witnessed the murder. I mean, the people who filmed it and there were a lot of people there. One of them was uh this this black guy Donna Williams, who was heard on camera calling Chauvin a bum, and a effing bum and other other uh derogatory language. 
And so they were attacking him, basically. They were asking if he was an angry black man. And he was basically like, yeah, I was angry because I was watching somebody get murdered. Like, he's like, what was what was my reaction supposed to be to literally watching this guy, you know, kill this guy? But it's, it's, it's really weird or interesting. That is weird, crazy, whatever, how you want to describe it. It's the fault. One of the things the defense lawyer was saying, it's the fault of the bystanders calling police names. They're saying that the, them, them yelling it at him as he was killing George Floyd is part of the reason he was killing George Floyd because he couldn't concentrate on dealing with George Floyd because he was being screamed and yelled at. So he got distracted while he was killing someone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's right. Per- period in the story. Is that, that's what it sounds like I'm hearing. Yeah, so they're saying Chauvin can't be held responsible because he was being taunted while doing police work. Now, two things about that. It's like we always say, you know, they always say when you, you know when the cops pull you over, you know, you, sh- you should know how to react, you know, act a certain way, right? Yeah. And, I mean, Chauvin, you know, not to compare, but, you know, I've been to some basketball, football games, like, you know, the bronze at the free throw line, they call him a bum too, right? You know, Tom Brady's on the touchdown pass, they call him a bum too. He's still able to do his job, right? And if you can't, if you're a police officer and you can't be dealing with some people yelling at you, and that's going to distract you from from doing your job. But it was so many witnesses. It was a a, a, a white lady who was like a ambulance, and she said, you know, she rolled up and she was like, "Yo, can I can I help him?" And they were like, "No, no, get away," because she, she was off duty, so she never uniform on. It's like, no, you cannot help him. And like I said, I, I tried not to watch it, man. But the thing that you see over and over again from the witnesses, and this is kind of going back to Dr. Deborah Burks, and I don't understand how she can't do this is the guilt and the grief that they all feel. Like the lady that filmed it, she basically says she can't sleep at night. She wakes up pretty much every night almost crying because she feels like she let him die. Like she could have done more. Instead of filming it, she could have done something. And almost every witness has said that same thing. Literally every witness has said, I'm, it's, it's every night I don't sleep well. Cause I'm thinking like even the guy who was, you know, the guy, Donna Williams was like an MMA fighter. You know, he was, as he was calling him a bum and all that, he said, I should have done more. He's like, I let him die. And that's the grief to people who weren't even, didn't even kill him. Yeah. That, that's the grief, man. But they can't put that on themselves because, you know, they, they did, they did the right thing because yeah. the, the authorities were there and, you know, su- supposedly they, 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 they doing their jobs and, you know, if you attack them, what's going to happen? And they're going to shoot you and kill right. you or or whatnot. Um, and then that's that's crazy. Yeah, they can't put that on themselves, though. I, I, could, I could see where a ton of trauma could come out of that, though. Like, even me watching it bothers me. I right. don't even want to see it. I watched it, like, once or twice. I think all the way right. to a whole eight minutes and 46 seconds. I right. only watched it one time. I can only take it once. And then, you know, you'll yeah. see it like in passing on, on the news or TV or something like that. Yeah, screen, um, screenshots or whatever. Yeah, too. screenshots or social media or something like that. But um, I, I just could, I couldn't imagine being there watching it unfold um, for real. Right. But being distracted by the, the crowd, like they had a whole perimeter set around the truck, at least on the video right. that I saw, right? There were like four police yeah, like, officers, three or four police officers around the truck not letting anybody come near right 
and there's that Asian cop that you see the whole time that's like standing between them and that crowd that's like screaming at them and stuff. But yeah, like I said, I mean, they're, they're, they're trying to blame that and they're also trying to say, you know, because he was high on drugs, they're saying that's what killed him and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Well, well, ho- like, yeah, I, hold on, hold on. Now, I talked right. to CDC about this the other night. Right. Say he was high on drugs. Right. Whatever it is. Right. If he would have been high on drugs without a knee in his neck, he'd still be alive. He'd be alive. It's, 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 it's the same conversation we have about about COVID. Yeah, it's like, man, he already had diabetes, but without COVID, he'd still be alive. Yeah, but that's it, that's it's, the thing. It's the same thing. It, yeah, it's the exact yeah. Same he thing. had a knee in his neck for eight minutes and, and forty six seconds. He couldn't breathe. That's and, why he died. It, so high on drugs, like so. Was am I? If I wasn't high, would I? Would I be able to withstand an extra 30 seconds or an extra two minutes or an extra eight minutes and 46 seconds? Like, how much time would that give me if I wasn't high on drugs with somebody's knee in my neck with all their weight on them? And again, on my neck. Let's say, all, and again, let's say he was high on drugs and had 400 keys in the back of his car. You know the, you know the punishment for that? That's years in jail. Yeah. It ain't death. Not death. It's not death. So it doesn't matter whether, you know, like, oh, he was high. Like, okay, he was high. Like, all right. <laughs> that's the that's the excuse. You know, it's like they did the same thing with Mike Brown. Some of, he stole some cigars like an hour before. Like, what they got that, again, is the punishment for these crimes death? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like I say, I, I, like watching this, as little as I'm trying to watch it, man, I pray – I pray the verdict is right, man. I pray. Like, it's going to be right. Like, it's got to be I call, We called this on something. We, Which one did we just go through on the verdict? Was it, uh, I feel like we having deja vu. Oh, so, I only know. Who, who who went on trial? Just re- Oh, there was it your man Daniel Cameron. Yeah, but that, yeah, they let them off, though. They let them off. That's right. Right. That's what I'm saying. I was saying yeah. the same thing, that, that they were going to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She. She, they got they got charged with missing. That's right for missing, hitting the wall. Yeah, that's why I said I felt like this is deja vu. Yeah, that's why that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't need another Daniel Cameron. I'm already I'm already hunting one dude at National Airport. Yeah, I don't need another. For the block, boy, take it rough. It's been the same old thing on my block. Top, top 10 jobs kids want. Yes, sir. YouTube, a blogger, a musician and singer, an actor. <laughs> produced by Tommy, ain't got no job. Yeah. A filmmaker, produced by Tommy, ain't got no job. A doctor, nurse, <laughs> TV presenter. At least doctor and nurse stayed in there somehow. Yes, it, it's the recent survey of the top 10 kids, the top 10 jobs that kids want was basically the first couple. The first couple was actually what? The first six are basically celebrity related stuff. YouTube, blogger, musician, singer, actor, filmmaker. Then comes doctor, nurse. And then after that is TV presenter. 
So I promise you on everything. My daughter came to me a couple weeks ago and said she wanted to be a blogger. I on <laughs> like seriously. I I promise you, she said that. Yeah, I, I just I just saw this thing today. I didn't I didn't know about that. That's why that's why um when you said when you <laughs> when I saw it in the outline, uh, I'm like sure enough. My daughter <laughs> came and said that you. She said, I, "Daddy, I want to daddy." She calls me. I right. want to start a YouTube channel. Right. That she said that months ago. Then she mentioned that she wanted to be a blogger. Yo, I, ain't gonna I don't know if she said vlog like V or blog B. Well, that, that actually I, I left that out. It was actually it was actually vlogger slash blogger. That's so what was, she said. Yeah, video. Now, hey, listen, I remember a couple of years ago, my godson was talking about he wanted to start a YouTube page, and I saw it was some kid that makes like five million dollars a month reviewing toys. Toys. Look, and look I was guy. like. I was like, hey, 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 go ahead. But it's funny because 20 years ago, the list was athlete, doctor, lawyer, firefighter, musician. It was the top five 20 years ago. It was always lawyer. When I when we were coming up, like you think if you were a lawyer, like you made right. it, like you about to make a million. Right. Like you you were like rich, rich as a lawyer. Like when we were kids, what what kind of jobs – I mean, naturally, the firefighters and right. people would say stuff like that. But I, I think the lawyer was like super popular. Yeah, I feel like I mean, obviously, I think it, it it's really I think if you doctor. break this down, especially by like by like gender, I think all young kids would say athlete first. You know, say all young boys would say athlete first. NFL, NBA, professional basketball. Yeah. And then, like you said, it's doctor, lawyer. I'm actually surprised 20 years ago when like astronaut too. Maybe that was like 30 years ago. Everybody wanted to go to space. I ain't Everybody never wanted to be an astronaut. astronaut. I promise you that. I'm oh, okay. too scared of flying anyway. So I pilot, pilot stuff like that. But it's just interesting that in 20 years the jobs of all pretty much all kids want to do is be social media has made everyone want to be famous. Yeah, that's that's crazy to me. That's why I, I made a a, a slideshow that no one got to see <laughs> because I, I'm uncomfortable, like touting myself and talking about myself, but well, even, like, I, even, go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. No, I'm just saying I talk to people like coaches and things like that, that are into this stuff. Right. And they're like, man, you got to, it's sad, but you got to give them what they want. Cause people really like the sensationalism of it all. Like they want right. to, they want to, that they're attracted to people that, seem like they're famous or attracted to something that's going to draw attention. Like they don't like hum humility and, 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 and humble people. And, right. and so, so, so yeah, yeah. Everybody wants to be famous these days or do something to, to put themselves in the limelight. Yeah. It's like, even us, man, like even with this, even with this little podcast thing we doing, like, I don't know anybody that's doing a podcast now that's not doing it on video. Mm. Like pretty much every podcast, you know, I don't, I still listen to podcasts, but everybody's like, yeah, you know, go to our YouTube page or, you know, go to that. I was like, yeah, it's like, but again, it's like, we're not really doing this to be famous though. Like this, this, this wasn't started for like fame and fame. Nah, nah. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, if Joe Rogan calls with that bag, we ain't going to turn it down. But a lot of what it is, is people doing that promotion stuff and, you know, being on their YouTube page and posting videos and all of that, like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't about all of that. Uh, I mean, I, I've, I, I mean, I know I used to post too much, like on Facebook, like 
where I, where I was and all of that stuff. Like, yeah, I'm down here in Miami and all of that. But like, yeah, you know, I, I, I got to shut that down. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, I don't yeah. post my kids. So if you yeah, notice on Facebook, a lot of people, I, I know a lot of people don't do that. They don't post their kids at all. If you, smart. Yeah. If you notice all you ever see is either a back, um, headshot like of my kids you'll see the back of their heads or something or them looking away never front facing um i just i I just don't do it um uh i don't yeah so what's that discussion with her about the about the vlogging then she can do it and she as long as she has a private page okay so only people that would have access to yeah a private page because like i'm i'm talking about getting her reps you know what i'm saying and get getting her some experience doing it Right. So that way when she gets older and she's more mature, more responsible, um, you know, and, and I just want to, I don't know. I feel like I need to protect her right now, right? but I also want her to have the experience and feel good about it. Cause it's funny. Like I was telling you during the school year, like they give the kids these assignments. And so you can either write, um, a report or an assignment, uh, or one of the assignments, or they'll let them do a video or something like that. Every time right. my daughter chose a video, and it was funny because she did a podcast. And so I, I got her in the little studio that we have here. And right. she, she her opening line was, hello, hello, hello. And, you know, <laughs> that's how she thought she had to open the podcast. Because, you know, she hears us and it's like, you know, you're like, welcome, welcome, welcome. Or I'm like, hey, right. hey, hey, or whatever it might be to open it up. And so, so you know, where I'm going with that is I said that, it would just have to be private. Like she can do it. And I promote her doing it again. Cause I wanted to get the experience and the reps and see what works and doesn't work. Obviously I won't necessarily see what works because the whole part, part of it is get a following and to get some advertising dollars and things like that. But, uh, but I, I don't, I don't want her to be on there without, uh, without it being a restricted page. Yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I, like I said, I mean that, that's interesting. That kid's making that much money, but again, like you said, it's like you put you put your kid out there at such a young age and promote. Her. I mean, like that dude, that dude's. The, I mean, it's bad. It's been happening for years. It's kind of, it's almost like all of those child actor stories, you know, where those kids get famous at such a young age, and it's so many stories are like burning out, you know, because it's that pressure of you know always having to perform at such a young age, like always. You know, just always had to perform, and also being that young and everywhere you go, people know who you are. That's that's the thing. Everybody right. knows who you are. You can't even have a normal life, right? Yeah, can't, no normal can't life. Go, can't go to a normal school no more. Have like that normal interaction, and 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 you already you so young. You like 10, 11, 12 years old, and you already don't even know if these people are your friends because they want to be your friends, or they're your friends because you want TV. Yeah. And that's that's crazy to that's crazy to be like 10, 11 years old worrying about that, you know. I just I don't know what it is, man. Like I have no idea why I'm never I've never been starstruck. It's only like right. a couple people in my life that that if, if if I see them, I might press them out. Right. Like for a picture or an autograph or something like that, maybe. Right. Probably a picture. But uh you know, I I I I just believe in respecting people's privacy and giving them their space. Um, I just believe in that. And then I just, I feel some kind of way because, you know, uh, sometimes it just feels borderline bragging. Right. 
Right. And then sometimes people don't have access to the same things that you do and the means to it. And are you rubbing it in their face? And like, why are you really posting it? Like, are you trying to inspire anybody? Right. Like, you know, by doing it or are you just trying to say, hey, look at me. This is what I have. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like well, it's, 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 it's a fine line. You know, today with 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 Nipsey's and the two year anniversary of Nipsey passing, and it was so many people. We talked about this in the in the pre show. So many people that we know that were posting pictures, whether it was with Nip or whatever, whatever. And it's uh, it's funny because I met I met him a couple of times, but the last time I met him was I think October before he got killed. And it's it's the same thing. Like, you know, I met him. Dapped him up, but it wasn't even like, you know, like I, I've just never been to do like take a picture with nobody. But now I do kind of feel like I wish I had, you know, taken a picture. It would have been good to have job. in your collection. Right, right. But it's like, but it's never to me, it's, that's just never my thing. Cause I, like I said, I just, it's one picture my boy posts every year that I took me, him, and Ludacris, where it's literally like, he's always like, yo, let's get this picture. And it's like literally like the, my face is literally like, they're like, yo, taking the picture. It's like I turn and my face is literally like, like I'm not prepared. Like I just look dumb. I look dumb as hell in the picture. Yeah, because literally like, I just turned. And my boy, he posts that joint every year. Like, yeah, he never want to take a picture. And we finally got him. It's just like that's just not my thing. Yeah, like I just, you know, I mean, I've been around a lot of people. Like I said, I think the only time I took a picture in the last five years, I was like, yo, I got to take this picture, was with the uh, Central Park Five. I told you that. Yeah, but that that uh, that yeah. has there's a why behind that's, that for you. It's got some yeah. significance. Behind. And, I, and then I got a picture. I got a picture with Pam for Martin. And she made me take the picture. Cause she was basically like, Oh, you too good to take a picture? Like she was like, she was like, she could tell I wasn't really pressed to take a picture with her. And you could she was kind of her feelings, like, oh, so you you too good to take a picture with me? And hey. she like she like made me laugh and stuff. So I got a picture with Pam. Yeah. That's so just I, like I appreciate the, Pam. That's just like the Miss Parker picture. <laughs> there's there's a certain guy that we know that got married and Miss Parker was at his wedding. So we were yeah. like, we were like, Miss Parker, you mind if we yeah. say it? <laughs> and she said, nah, go ahead. And we was like, yeah, when you going to let me Miss Parker? I, I, I was, I was, I was going to let y'all know, my, my groomsmen damn near embarrassed themselves. You know? <laughs> we didn't even care about the wedding no more, the reception. Nah, nah, nah. None of the dudes. Once they found that out. Yeah, nah, we circled her, man. Ain't speak to me no more. We yeah, mobbed Miss Parker, boy. Miss <laughs> Parker. So I take that back. Maybe that's she's the third person yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah Miss Parker. Okay, all right. All yeah. Right. So, so Ms. got a picture with Miss Parker, man. But yeah, but like I. So before we wrap this up, though, let let your, the last bullet you had with social media uh, has made everyone want to be famous. But right when you when 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 you wrote that. What were you thinking besides what you just obviously said to us? Like, what's the point behind all of that? Well, it was just it was just because it was just looking at the the top ten jobs that kids want. Like I said, the first five were basically all celebrity based, and I think it's because you know social media, man. I mean, Instagram. I mean, basically those things are making people lie and post things and take a picture from when they when they in Hawaii or wherever, and this is where I'm at, and this is you know. It's, it's basically, I mean, you know, you always, we were, when we were young, you know, we did the same thing. We bragged about, yeah, I went down to Atlanta or whatever for the summer. But now you got proof and pictures of it. Mm-hmm. Now it's docu, now you can document it. Right. And right. now you can throw it in people's face. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's that, oh yeah, I got a picture with Nip. You ain't got a picture with Nip? 
you ain't cool if you ain't got a picture with Nip. You know, it's like that. Like you said, it's everybody got that got them pictures now. So that's why I say social media. It's like social media has made bragging and showing off. I mean, it's, people have always done it. Like that's nothing new. It's just it's just a lot easier to do it. Easier, and it's a lot easier to share. It's a lot easier to. That's I, I always wanted about in terms of like school with like bullying and stuff. I mean, you know, going to school, being in junior high school, high school, that stuff. You know, if it was your day to catch catch the jokes. Like that's tough if it was your day. And everybody had a day or a couple days, right? Yeah, yeah. But imagine being your day on and it's happened on like Instagram or happening on Facebook <sighs> or something. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine. That, that would have been guys. a problem back then. <laughs> yeah, that's what I can't even imagine. Oh my God. Like so now the whole world can see me? Right. Yeah. Like the joke is, oh man, look at that shirt he wore today. It's like, okay, cool. Everybody in the school laughing at you, but now nah, they done tagged you on Instagram. Yeah. Now that yeah. joke, that joke citywide. You know, you live in DC. Every dude from every high school in the city done laughing at your picture or something. And man. when like, they that's, see that's you, crazy. that's the dude that had the shirt on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like at least it was local. You was the joke at the high school, but now you might be the joke in the whole damn country. Well, it's a par, well, it's a par, yeah. Nick gave me life hey. on that one. Yeah, real quick. Hey, I sent you that smoke solo jump, too. That jump cranked Oh, yeah, out. yeah, yeah. So, before we get into this. Yeah. You DC dude. I just yeah. grew, grew up getting mixtapes that got transported to my hometown. <laughs> a few hours away um right. uh pa tapes i should say yeah pa palace so congos right who or what is it just who? it just depends on the, the sound you want to hear like congo who's player. the best yeah who's the best congo who's the player? best congo player it's probably smoke man huh? It's probably smoke, yeah. His smoke po- his pocket is amazing. Yeah, smoke be this 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 making this joint real local, but yeah, smoke, smoke, yeah. So I mean, then go go Mickey from back in the day. I mean, it's, it's it's but probably smoke, yeah. I think just overall, like smoke just got like the best, like you all by yourself. Yeah. So so for the people that are listening to us have this quick conversation, I apologize. Right. But it's local. But but the the this intro that we just did did and that we do for Wellington Park, the background music that you hear is go go music, and that's 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 the yeah. DC thing. Like that's a, you know, local bands hug, get together, <laughs> get together, and they you know it's driven by a lot of percussion, and uh, right. uh, you know, what do they call it? Call to actions and stuff like that. Right. You know, um, and so. Um, the big piece of a go-go band are these congos, so so the the, the, the percussion drums that they play with their hands. Right. And so uh, I was just asking Tommy, because he ain't never had no job, and he spent a lot of time at the shows that they had. Um, sauce though, too sauce. Yeah, sauce that's too, what I'm saying. Though, like I was asking sauce him, too, who 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 was the best congo player. Um, right. Of these bands, and so anyway, that's that's where we that's where we coming from. So I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the intro one more time for y'all. Here we go. All right. 
Wellington Park, Wellington Park, yeah. Nick, Nick got a double. Now you're going with two checks. Yeah. Two checks. Two two no checks. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this week's Wellington Park goes to the governor of Georgia for passing restrictive uh, gun um, gun laws, voter laws based on the Wellington that the election was stolen. So that's the Wellington because he passed it based on the fact that the election was stolen. That's the Wellington we've talked about before. But basically, these laws make it harder to vote. I mean, the biggest thing people are talking about is, is criminalizing passing out water to people waiting in line to vote, water to water and food to people waiting in line to vote. Mm. Uh, which is crazy because the reason you have to pass out water and food is because in Fulton County, Atlanta, they have the longest average wait time, and that county is majority black. Average eight hour wait time to vote. So of course, if you in live eight hours, man, like you gonna need some water or some pizza, right? Yeah. But but they've now criminalized it. You can't you can't do it from a certain distance. So what they tried to say is the reason they criminalized it was because they it's to stop people from from campaigning when they're giving out water. Hmm. But it's really just they don't want people to give out water and food because they basically want you to leave. Hmm. If the, if you have to wait eight hours, I mean, you know, you eight, eight hours, you you might be like, yo, I gotta go. Well, at least somebody can give you some water, a slice of pizza, you might hang out. No question. Hmm, but, interesting. Yeah, so, voting should, again, be easier than buying a gun, but in Georgia, it isn't. Hmm. All right, let's go. Get up out of here. Be a problem solver, not a problem finder. Problem solver, not a problem finder. If you can't take care of your family in life, take care of them in death, get you some life insurance. Build relationships before you need them. Know your DNA and have a plan. Pull up and murder cash. I got a show today. It's all I'm trying to do. Hustle and motivate. 